Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. Hello, this is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of April 23rd, 2023. We are in the heart of eclipse season. Now, I taped this podcast in advance, so I do not know what the big stories were from last week. I suspect, you know, the Supreme Court is going to be ruling on Mifeprestone. I hope I'm saying this right about whether it can stay on the market on Wednesday, Eclipse Day. So this already happened. I wouldn't be surprised if they rule in favor of taking this medication away. Yeah, it's really we're in some strange times. Also, Clarence Thomas, as I'm recording this, it's been noted that He has reported rental income worth hundreds of thousands of dollars from a real estate firm that has been defunct for nearly 20 years, so over $750,000. This is very interesting. At the eclipse that happened last week, which was at 29 degrees of Aries, Jupiter, which rules legal affairs as well as judges, was combust of the sun. So Jupiter and Aries within eight degrees and 30 minutes of the sun is combust. It's a sign of weakness. I wouldn't be surprised if Clarence Thomas has to resign or is removed from the court. His south node is at 12 degrees of Scorpio, conjunct his midheaven, which is at 13 degrees of Scorpio, so a very tight conjunction. And the lunar eclipse, which is happening on May 5th, is at 14 degrees of Scorpio. So the lunar eclipse, this big burst of energy at his midheaven and the south node, which is a point of loss opposite his sun, yeah, and having his south node at his midheaven and his chart has a double A rating is in line with a big fall from grace. I've noticed people have their south node in the 10th house. You know, when it's activated, they can have difficulties at work. The 10th house is the house of career, status, reputation. He also has his moon at one degree of Aquarius. So Pluto at zero degrees of Aquarius is on his moon, transforming things, bringing up things, unearthing secrets about moon, home, this billionaire friend of his who had bought his home. So anyway, I think he will be a big story as well as this medication, this abortion medication as well as there is a coup going on in Sudan. These are some of the big stories that we are hearing about for the eclipse, but I don't know. This is one of the reasons I love astrology so much. It's like you get the cliff notes about what is going to happen, but you don't know exactly how it's going to be expressed. 
yeah, I'm sure there'll be some big Mercury retrograde stories. Anyway, it's time to get to the episode. The theme of this week is opportunities abound. And there are three things I want you to think about as we move through this week. The first is that there are several sextiles this week. Sextiles are a harmonious aspect. It's 60 degrees. So there are two planets in different signs, but the signs have the polarity in common. So the polarity is either yang or yin. Fire and air are the yang signs. So with yang energy, opportunities could just fall into your lap. And with the yin signs, earth and water, which are more internal, you can create your own opportunities this week. So like be present, look up, see what is being offered to you. You can carefully consider it. You can use it. You cannot use it. You can accept them. You can say no thank you. But take time to think before you react because Mercury is retrograde. So slow down. And if you need clarification, ask for it. Don't assume you heard what you think they said. Ask for clarification to make sure you're clear before you decide whether you want to accept it or reject it. The second thing I want you to be aware of is that Mars, the planet of action, will sextile Mercury retrograde, the planet of communication, transportation, and commerce on a world point of 15 degrees of Taurus on Sunday. So Mars is in the water sign of Cancer. Mercury is in the earth sign of Taurus. So this is a yin sextile where you can create your own opportunities to make things happen. Mercury, the thought processes, talking to Mars, how we take action. You could come up with a great strategic plan and it may be something you put down and Mercury retrograde resurfaces it. So think about that for your own life. Now, in the collective, Mercury can destabilize and argue. And Mars is the planet of war and it's moving. Mars is moving faster than Mercury. So we're actually having Mars, the heavier planet, making the sextile. So you can put it to good use in your own life, but there could be a lot of violence and things going on in the collective or conflicts around this, that where people are acting Mars and Cancer out of emotion, sextile Mercury and Taurus, and being so fixed and stubborn that they won't, you know, the two sides won't come together and negotiate. And yeah, so just keep that in mind. Now, this is the second of what will be three passes because of the Mercury retrograde between Mars and Mercury making this sextile aspect. The first was on April 7th, where they both were at six degrees, Mars and Cancer, Mercury and Taurus. Today, April 23rd is the second one, but Mercury is now retrograde. And the third one will be on June 21st, where Mercury will be in Gemini and Mars will be in Leo, and they'll both be at 18 degrees. So there can be three pieces of a story that come together, or maybe even just two. So just note those dates. Did anything happen around those dates? 
that has a repeating story that comes on. Now, what could happen to someone is they were gossiping on April 7th and someone finds out about what they were saying on April 23rd and that can be a big thing. Yeah, or April 23rd, they're gossiping and June 21st, you know, it comes to the attention of the person who they were talking about. Yeah, and it's unusual to have, as I was saying, Mars applying to Mercury because it's the heavier, slower planet. So it's going to be really interesting. And one of the techniques I practice, horary, where it's the astrology of burning questions, where someone asks a question, you don't need a birth time to the astrologer, and the astrologer casts a chart. And the chart of the time of the that the astrologer understands and accepts the question describes the situation, the parties involved, who wants the thing being contemplated more, and what's likely, what happened most recently, what's likely to happen next. It is absolutely a fascinating technique. So if you have a burning question you'd like some insight into, you can go to my website, astrologybyceleste.com. There's a link in the show notes to it and ask me the question. Do not ask anything you don't want an answer to. You need to be prepared for the answer, especially if you're going to ask about a relationship because things can bring to your attention things you don't want to know. It's great for like business deals. Just gives you additional insight to help you make decisions about what you are contemplating. Yeah, I love doing horraries. Or you can just come for a full reading as well. The last thing I want to make you aware of is that we are having a first quarter moon at 70 degrees of Leo this week. I love it because the eclipse was in Aries, a fire sign. Now we have the first quarter moon in Leo. So there's this double dose of fire energy, which can help us feel inspired, optimistic, and energized. So I really want you to make sure you move your chi this week. We are in the waxing moon cycle phase, so there's an increasing energy. Now, people can use Leo energy to show up and show out, but they can also use it to have this big, grandiose plan and be able to communicate it well and be able to put the pieces together to bring their big vision to life. Now, the sun is conjunct at seven degrees of Taurus, and the moon parallel, which is a secret conjunction, this fixed star Hamel, which has to do with will and determination, forceful action and independence. You can be more focused and direct this week. Now watch out for tempers flaring and a lot of frustration, but I love this energy. The new moon of this moon phase family was at five Leo on July 28th of 2022. So look back into your notes, see, did anything happen or your journals around the new moon? There may be a continuing story now that we're at the first quarter moon phase where your chart is being activated in the same place. There could be a pivot point and the full moon will be coming next year in Aquarius season where all may be revealed. Well, there'll be another pivot point. And then nine months after that, there'll be the ending of the story where there'll be a last quarter moon in Leo in Scorpio season. So on Sunday, the word of the day is misbehaving. 
So this is a day we're going to have a waxing crescent moon at 18 Gemini at 1.42 p.m. Pacific time. If you don't already know your eclipse store, you may start to see the light. I love this day, the Gemini moon. It's a Venus goddess day because Venus and the moon will meet at 14 Gemini. So the feminine yin energies are coming together. And so I love it for misbehaving. I think this could be a great sexy day for an afternoon delight where you can uh, say little naughty things to each other and have some good fun. Now, this is the day that Mercury on a world point is sextiling Mars. Big news could be happening about conflict. This could also be catching someone with their hand in the cookie jar. Yeah, so like catching one of your kids or something like that with the moon in Gemini. Gemini rules children. Yeah, so I feel like it's misbehaving. But anyway, yeah, there's an opportunity to catch someone doing something they shouldn't be doing on this day. On Monday, the word of the day is advancement. So this could be a day of positive momentum forward because the sun is conjunct the north node of destiny and fate at four degrees of Taurus. So especially if you have planets in the first like six degrees of a fixed sign like Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, or Aquarius, you could have an opportunity to connect with a sun-like figure, an authority, or there could be some collaboration which pulls you forward into a positive direction. You could get an opportunity for something that you thought was lost, like a promotion or something like that, I'm feeling for some people. The moon will enter the sign of Cancer at 11.58 a.m. Pacific time. Cancer is water energy. The moon is at home here. Hopefully it won't be someone losing their job because when we see the moon going in cancer, I can just feel like the tears flowing. But if you do, like really take note, this might be for your best because the sun is conjunct the north node. Even though it's hardship now, it could move you into a more positive direction in the future and advance potential goals. So keep that in mind. But yeah, really be open for opportunities. Maybe raise your hand if there's something where someone is asking for a volunteer or someone to step up at work if you have ambitions to move up the ladder. On Tuesday, the word of the day is flush. Maybe someone will get a straight flush at the casino or feel like they got a a straight flush. Maybe someone will feel a little embarrassment and their cheeks will flush. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Oh, maybe something contemplated will be flushed down the toilet. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting day for some people. Now the sun is sextiling Saturn and Pisces. So putting a spotlight, an opportunity coming from a Saturn-like figure which could be like a boss could offering you something or a parent or something like that. I also see someone flushing drugs down the toilet. This could be a great day for someone to break that cycle of self-harm because Venus in Gemini, Venus rules what gives us pleasure. Sextile Chiron in Aries, they're both at 17 degrees of each of the signs. Chiron is the wounded healer, like putting limits, putting restriction, 
stopping like a bad behavior that you would be doing, Saturn, Pisces rules drugs. It's a Mars day. The moon will meet Mars. So like taking action to make yourself healthier by giving up something that is bad for you. Yeah, I love that for someone today. On Wednesday, the word of the day is excess. So the moon will enter Leo at 11.29 p.m. Pacific time. Leo is fiery, feisty energy. You notice people, are they talking a little bit more animatedly, using their body, making body language, like more dramatic gestures? Is there more laughter? Is there more fun? Is there, yeah, people wearing red? Hopefully you feel this joyful nature of Leo rather than just like the frustration dramatics. Yeah, so people can show up and show out or they can just be really dynamic. I want you to move your chi, dance, take a walk. Yeah, move your energy, especially if you're feeling frustration because you may feel an excess of energy on this day. On Thursday, the word of the day is repair. So Mars, the planet of action, is in Cancer, which is the sign of its fault. Mars does not like to be in Cancer. You can think about how taking action in this water sign could be potentially difficult. Square Chiron and Aries. So what you can do with this, Mars squaring the wounded healer to take action to make things better with your family, Cancer is the sign of the family. Mars and Cancer conflict with the family. Chiron, the square, really taking some action to heal something. Or there may be a need to like sever some relationships with someone, even though they're family, if they're consistently hurting you. Now in the collective, this is like a potential for violence. Yeah, that's always going on, but there may be some big event. We're in eclipse season. On this day, there's a first quarter moon at 2.19 p.m. Pacific time at 7 Leo. So yeah, someone's likely to do something really awful. Yeah, so if at all you feel your spidey senses telling you that something's wrong, get out of there, take care of yourself. But I really hope that, you know, people feel inspired action to, you know, pursue your goals we're in Taurus season. What resources do you need? Think about that and maybe go procure them, but not a computer because Mercury's retrograde. Yeah, not electronics. Maybe just make your list. On Friday, the word of the day is possessive. People could be a little prickly on this day, It's a Leo moon and the moon will square Mercury and Uranus on this day. I'm getting just like mine, 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 like people hoarding things Yeah, with this. So keep that in mind. People may be a little possessive, so don't take anyone's toys like little kids, like fighting over toys or something like that. Yeah, just acknowledge feelings of possessiveness. The moon can help us make the subconscious conscious. On Saturday, the word of the day is cantankerous. So Mercury is parallel Uranus 
on this day. So Mercury communication, it's retrograde, parallel Uranus. There could be like a 10 car pileup. Yeah, so drive carefully because Mars, the planet of action and cancer is also sextile Uranus at 18 degrees of each sign. Uranus is in Taurus as it has been for a long time since 2008. So yeah, this could be just like a huge pileup on the freeway or something like that, or some kind of transportation issue. Hopefully it's not another train derailment. Yeah, so with this transit, with Uranus can bring brilliance. So you may get amazing ideas on this day. Watch out for impulsivity, drive carefully because there can be, like I said, big accidents. But it could also be just brilliant ideas or downloads of information. Yeah, but remember, Mercury's retrograde, so don't rush out and do things. This is a great time for the planning. So that's it for this week's episode. Feel free to email me at Celeste at with any astrology and action stories about what you experienced during eclipse season or let me know how the daily themes are playing out for you. Take care and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show. Follow, rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week.